Good afternoon to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if it's evening or afternoon now. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to my daily podcast. I, I know I'm a little late today, but it's okay. I've been talking to you about uh, um, appointed time. Uh, I know not too many people believe in that. I receive an email that I'm going to read first. Um, and I wouldn't like to, I don't like to mention names when I read the emails that I receive. But this individual writes me an email and it says, You know, for quite a long time I do believe in praying. But in my prayer, I give God the least of what I want God to do. And in, in your explanation, you said to us that we shouldn't be given God the least of what we want God to do. We should be able to be real even when we are in doubt. Thank you so very much. I never knew how harmful this was until now. And I've been a Christian for a longer period of time. Thank you very much for this email. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, of course, we, we have to be very uh, truthful in our prayer because prayer is the way in which we communicate with God. That's the uh, one of the way, one of the only way um, um, one of the way we communicate to, to, with God to God is is prayer. Uh, in our praise and worship, we do that. But when we when we pray to God, we express our feelings to God. We share our emotions with God. Uh, we confide in God. Things that we cannot share with others, we we share with God. Uh, we confide in God. Things that we cannot confide. Uh, um, in others so and he when we when we communicate with god god wants to uh, know us first he wants to get to know us better and and that's why it is important when we pray that we should always be very more open to god we shouldn't hide anything to god we shouldn't think that um, god is not uh, um, aware of our problem uh, or rather, sometimes we think that um, God does not know what to do with our problems, so we don't tell him what our problem is, and, and this is our error. Can I say this to you, that the only one that you should be free to confide in is God, because God is the only one that cannot betray your confidentiality. Um, as human, we are prone to betray our confidentiality. We're prone to disappoint each other. We are prone to turn each other away. And sometimes it is intentional, sometimes it is not. But in most cases, because of who we are as human, we get to do this. But there is something that is, that is solid that cannot change with us and God. And that is what we give into his hands, he keeps. He keeps. And that's one of the things that I find very much interesting. Uh, the book of First John chapter 5, one of my favorite verse here, First uh, John chapter 5 verse 14 says, This is the confidence, listen to that, the confidence we have in approaching God. Do you have that confidence? This is the confidence that we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. 
What do you where is your confidence? Is your confidence in human? Because listen, if your confidence is in human, you will be betrayed and you will regret it. Uh but the only one that I believe that I believe very strongly that you can share your emotion, your feelings with without being judged is God. For the Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 5 verse 14, for this is the confidence we have in approaching God. This is the confidence that we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now one thing you have to know there is that anything we have to ask him must be according to the will of God. We cannot ask anything that is against the will of God. We can't do that. Because God will not do anything that is against his will. Everything and everything that God will do for us will be according to his will. And the Bible says that he hears us when we ask him anything according to his will. So now you have to know what is that will of God. Oh my goodness. The time is not there, but I'm going to explain it in a way that I want to. What is that will of God? God has a will and God has a plan. And the plan that he has for you is not the plan that he has for me. The plan that he has for me is not the plan that he has for me. But there's nothing changing about his will of God. The will of God is like a guideline of God that God will not cross and he will not bend and he will not violate. But the plan of God changes from human to human, but his will doesn't change over us. Like he said in the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, he says, "For I know the plans that I have for you," declares the Lord. "Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future." When Jeremiah was telling the Israelites this, Israelites were in bondage when the Lord God was speaking to them about this. He he was speaking to them concerning their future. Because plan is always for the future. And he says, "Listen, I I have a plan. I know you are you're suffering right now. I know you're not in good status. I know you're not in good shape. But can I tell you one thing? I have something for you that no one else knows about. It's me that knows it. The plan of God for you is not your plan. It's not the plan of God for me. The plan of God varies from from one to another. But the will of God is the same. His will does not change. His will is like his his guidelines that this is what God will do. This is what we know about God. It is nothing will change about that. God will not bend his will. God will not overreact his will. God does not change his will over anyone. His will is his will. And and he says according to his will he hears us according to his will. So which means God will not do anything outside of his will. Let's say a, a, a thief, a thief who steals and kill will not come to God and say God bless me and not ask for repentance. That's that's against the will of God. Anything that is that is of evil is against the will of God. Anything that is anti-God is against the will of God. And is anything that is anti anti his son is a, is is not is not the will of God. It's not in the will of God. And so when the Bible mentions the will of God, one thing that is sure is that God is saying that the things that I will not do, I will not bend my I will not bend my rule because of you. There there are rules that I follow to do things. For example, let's say a man who says, "Our Lord God, I want to be pregnant. Make me to be pregnant." That's not in the will of God. It is not in the will of God. Just like a man who has a dog and is saying, "God, turn my dog into a cat." That's not in the will of God. There are things that will not happen because it is not in the will of God. And so, when we fail to ask in accordance to the will of God and say, "God, let it be Your will, not my will." Remember the story of our Lord Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane. 
when he saw what was ahead of him and he says if it be possible let this cup pass over me but then suddenly he looked back he said well i'm sorry lord not my will he didn't say i'm sorry but that's just my own version he said not my will but your will god knew that his will is that christ must suffer and die and resurrect on the third day that if christ did not suffer and die he would not resurrect it and so that's the will of god and christ knew exactly he says listen if it's my will i don't want to die i don't want to suffer but your will is that I will go through this suffering because you know what is at the end of this road for me because at the end of my tunnel there's light so what that means is that the will of God always come out brighter and better God will not do anything against his will but his plan that he has for you can change from time to time what I meant by that is that a change for me the, the same plan for me is not the same plan he has for you and so what the Bible is saying here is that when we confide in him, we must have that confidence to come and approach him. God is not someone you should be afraid to talk to. In your prayer, if you, if you don't know your time, which none of us know, and that's why I don't understand when someone says, oh, my time is past, I cannot be married again. It, it, you don't even know. You know how old I am? I am 72 now, nothing can happen. Well. If you created a time, you can say that. But if you don't create a time, then you don't have power over time. You don't have power over time. The only one that have power over time is God, because God created time and is not bounded by time. He's not binded by time. He's not controlled by time. He's not ruled by time. He rules the time. He controls the time. He governs the time. He's time by himself. So he's the only one that can actually de define time and actually say that no time, you stand still. So, if that is the way, then God does whatever he wants to do at the time. Look at the time that Abraham became pregnant, uh, was able to impregnate Sarah. Look at the age of Sarah. Because God controls time. He knows what time it is. So, for you who think, well, my time is gone. I don't know what is going on. I don't know why I'm going to be this. You're wrong. Because that's not what God is. Are you one of those that is still thinking, I can never get married again because I'm too old? Please stop it. Stop it right now. Stop it. Because that is not in the will of God. If you don't have that confidence to approach him and know that he is who we say he is, then you should have that confidence. Because if you miss that confidence, then something is wrong with you. And then the book of John chapter 5, 1 John chapter 5 verse 15 tells us, if you go back to that verse 14, you read that. But in that verse 15, which is also a continuation of that verse 14, he says, And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. If we know that he hears us. <laughs> I know God hears me and you should know God hears you and that note I say to you you must have this confidence confidence that God is able to do what he says he will do because God is not a man that he will lie now let's pray Father in the name of Jesus your son our savior we pray tonight that let your will be done in our life we don't know what your will is, but you know it. I know you know what we're going through, and I know you know how this is going to end. We don't know. But however it's going to be, where we have confidence and we approach this throne of grace because we know that you are God who can do what you want to do and no one can stop you. Let it be your will tonight to deliver us. Let it be your will to make us victorious in all our ways. <coughs> Excuse me. Let it be your will to guide us. Let it be your will to lead us rightly. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, I have prayed. And if you believe that, say amen. Amen. 
Well, I'm sorry I'm late and I'll be back again tomorrow morning and I will take it further from there. God bless you. Good night.